thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Fast this morning, Lord. Lord, I say thank you once again for the grace to come into your presence this morning. I say thank you for the privilege to call you my king, for the privilege to worship your name. Your name is great and is greatly to be praised. Father, thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for making me your home. Your word says to enter your gates with thanksgiving. And that is what we do this morning. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of your mercies. We thank you for the gift of your grace. We thank you for the gift of your love. Your love that is poured out afresh upon us this morning. We say thank you. But for your love, Father, you gave us Jesus. Father, we say thank you. We give you all the praise. Lord, we ask this morning that as we spend this time again in your presence to read our Bibles and to learn, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning i am morphy Eyenike. we continue our study of an harmony of the gospel yesterday we saw luke's take luke's take on um the some of the events that surrounded the birth of jesus the proclamation of his of his birth in the temple by Simeon, you know, so um, I hope you realize that only Luke actually captures that. Now, today we will flip back to Matthew, okay? Like I said, all of the, um, the information that we have around the birth, the infancy, and the adolescence of Jesus are essentially located in both the book of Matthew. And look, okay, almost not in fact none in the book of in the book of Mark. And for, for John, we simply just had a preamble about him before he came. So let's read Matthew chapter two today. We'll read Matthew chapter two. Uh, Matthew captures, for example, the visit of the of the Magis. Okay, that wasn't captured by any other person. Matthew captures that, and then we also have um uh, them running moving to Egypt, okay. So only Matthew also captures captures that, okay. Um, we look at when Jesus was 12 years old, both of them, both Matthew and Luke, captures captures that event. If we are able to, okay, we'll read all the other uh, events around the birth of Jesus during this period, um, especially concerning uh, the um the first appearance in the temple and then the visit of the wise men the magis okay this was about 4 4 bc okay for those who are just capturing capturing the date okay so matthew chapter 2 
Let's read this morning the visit of the visit of the Magis, uh, the Magi visits the Messiah. Said after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod. Magi, Magi, okay, so some different versions, okay, traditionally refer to Magis as wise men or wise men from the east, but Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod, when King Herod had had this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the, all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. So now you see the importance of why Jesus was born in a specific location. They answered in verse 5, they said, In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, For this is what the prophets, the prophet has written. Remember what I said yesterday, whenever we quote in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, majorly, they were quoting from the Greek translation of the Bible. Okay? So, um, it says, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Okay, you find that in Micah chapter 5, Micah chapter 5, verse 2 and 4. It says, Then Herod called the Magus secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Says, after, they had, after they had had the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it, when the star they had seen when it, when it rose, went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in the dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Okay, so majorly, we will only find this account, find this account in in Matthew. No one else. Okay only majorly in Matthew. Remember that when we read Luke's account, Luke was, the message was given to, to, to the shepherd when angels, you know, appeared and began, began to sing, you know, and the shepherd, okay, that was in Luke, I think Luke chapter 2 verse, verse 8, the shepherd went, you know, and went to pay homage to Jesus and then you know, um, they went to spread the news 
but the angels appeared. Matthew does not give us that account. Matthew tells us about what happened with the Magis. Okay, next, let's read about um, about the event of them escaping to Egypt. And so we stay still with Matthew. Only Matthew also captures that. Since when they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared, verse 13. Matthew chapter 2, verse 13, appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up and took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death, the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophets. Out of Egypt I called my son. Out of Egypt I called my son. Hosea chapter 11 verse 1. Since when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. Herod was furious. And he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and his vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and refusing to be comforted because they are no more okay that's jeremiah chapter 31 jeremiah chapter 31 verse 15 refusing to be comforted because they are no more all right so that's how they fled to egypt and by the time they come back you know so with this account we know now that they stayed in nazareth and then they went to Bethlehem. They returned, likely returned back. They did not go to Egypt from Bethlehem. They came back to Nazareth and then they fled. Okay? Went to Egypt. Now, let's read the return to Nazareth. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he, took, he, so he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Achilles was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Okay, so it looks like they were in they were in Judea, at least, at least maybe within that province. He says uh, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. And he went and lived in the town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. So with this information, you know, we have better clarity now, right? If you read Matthew's account, it makes it look like as if Jesus was born in, in just in Bethlehem and then his parents um, doing that. You know, if you read the pictures or the videos you see on TV, the Magis appeared just about when Jesus was born. Mary was had him in the manger, 
In fact, most of the videos we will see, Mary had him in the manger, and then the magis appeared, and then they, they presented their gifts to him, and of course the magis left. It was after that that Herod uh, took action, and then the killing of all the children. But comparing doing an harmonized study now, we know that no, there was a time Jesus was taken to the temple in Jerusalem and was dedicated in the temple. And then of course his mothers, his mother and father would naturally want to return home. They were staying in Nazareth, okay? They were staying in Nazareth. You don't get that account from Matthew. You get that from Luke. They were staying in Nazareth. And so when they returned, they returned back to Nazareth. So that is some of the information you will get when you do an harmonized, an harmonized study. Now, let's read about some of the other things that happened in Nazareth. And this is now an AD, an non-dominion. Jesus had now been born. A majority of these are usually put between AD uh, 7 to 8. So let's go back to Luke. Luke chapter 2. We'll read verse 39, verse 40, and verse, verse 51. Luke chapter 2, verse 39, verse 40, and uh, verse 51. We read up to verse 38, 39 the last time. Okay? So we just want to pick out verse 40 because there's a mention there. Let's read 39 again. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. Okay? Uh, we are not told, we don't have this account in Matthew. And that is not really a problem. And the child grew, verse 40, the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was on him. You have to just realize that that is talking about the period after they returned from Egypt, right? And the child grew and became strong and he was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. We also read verse 51. It says, then he went down to Nazareth. Let's go back up a little bit. It says, um, so we have this account where, where his parents obviously usually goes to the temple in jerusalem regularly so there was this time he went with them and uh, stayed back okay and they were they looked everywhere they looked everywhere for for him they couldn't find him and then eventually they returned back to the temple and found him in the temple and that was where verse 49 came from 49 to 51 where were you searching for me he asked didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did, it, they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Okay? Only look. Look, captures captures this part also. So you need you need to realize that part. Um, the event surrounding him, obviously, he is growing up. He's still very young. He's not a teenager here. 
yet it's still about uh, between seven eight to 12, 12 years old you know um we capture his account with the teachers of religious law in the temple how uh, he is asking them questions asking them questions you can read that from verse 41 okay to about the 50 51 that we just read you know asking them questions in the temple but jesus grew from there and this essentially will be some of the last accounts that we will have about joseph okay so we want to believe that joseph died somewhere after this point okay after when jesus was about 12 the thing before i'm sure before he's 17 before um before he is bamis far would have happened joseph already passed on okay but we know that he was there in the temple so let's read a little bit about that um let's read from verse 46 it says luke chapter 2 verse 46 says after three days they found him in the temple courts sitting among the teachers listening to them and asking them questions everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers when his parents saw him his parents so that's mary and joseph when they saw him they were astonished his mother said to him son why have you treated us like this your father and i have been anxiously searching for you he said why were you searching for me he asked didn't you know i had to be in my father's house so we already read that before so this gives us all of the information that you have in the bible surrounding in the and also in the gospel surrounding the birth the infancy adolescence of jesus christ now let's look about at some truths some truths about john the baptist john the baptist and this is usually put at about um 25 to 27 bc john's ministry beginning we also look at his his message um and then what he says about jesus then we will look at his boldness so the way we will do it let's look at how his ministry begins and just flip through all of you know, all of them one one by one all of the the authors obviously this is happening in the judean wilderness so we start with matthew go to now we take matthew chapter 3 matthew chapter 3 let's look at john's ministry beginning matthew chapter 3 it says we read verse 1 since in those days john the baptist came preaching in the wilderness of judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven has come has come near so let's read about how his ministry began and his message okay repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near three says this is he who was spoken of through the prophet isaiah a voice of one calling in the wilderness prepare the way for the lord make straight make straight his paths hmm? make straight make straight paths for him john's clothes were made of camel's hair and he had a leather belt around his waist his food was locust and wild honey People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of, of the Jordan, 
confessing their sins and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River okay so his baptism was for people to confess their sins and John understood that he was preparing the way for the Lord okay so um, we stopped we stopped on verse verse 6 so let's take verse 7 says but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to, to where he was baptizing. He said to them, You brood of vipers, who want you to flee from the coming wrath, uh, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is ready, is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Okay, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I am, than I, whose sander I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. And he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the ba- into the barn, and burning up the shaft with unquenchable fire. All right. So that gives us a good picture about what Matthew says about John, John, and the beginning of his ministry. Now let's go to Mark. So here, Mark. Mark begins to come into the picture. Let's read Mark chapter 1. Mark, like I said, skips all of the introduction about Jesus, the birth and the infancy of Jesus, and starts straight from John the Baptist. He says, in the beginning, in the beginning, Mark chapter 1, the beginning of the good news about about Jesus, the Messiah. The beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophets. Okay? So, if you have a study Bible, you would have seen that it says in that verse 1 that some manuscripts do not have the Son of God. Okay? So, some manuscripts simply says that the beginning of the good news about Jesus Jesus the Messiah. Okay? So manuscripts simply had, they just had Jesus the Messiah or Jesus Christ. So manuscript or some interpretation would just give you the beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ or Jesus the Messiah. Okay? Only the more, the, of course, the manuscripts that are much, much, when the deep scrolls, for example, were found that was when okay the son of god was added to this verse and you the, one of these days we will discuss the controversies that that's happened as a result so we take again verse one the beginning of the good news about jesus the messiah the son of god as it is written in isaiah the prophet i will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare who will prepare your way? Mark Malachi chapter three verse one. It says, "A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight his path." 
make straight paths for him. Okay, exactly the same message. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, that we find that we find in the book of Matthew. See, and so John, let's read about okay. The, of course, everything surrounding is but also. He says, and so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The old Jedin countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John walked, so he, Mark gives us this extra information. John, Matthew simply says he is in the wilderness. This guy, everybody goes to him. Eventually the Pharisees go to him and he tells them, brood of vipers who has warned you to flee from the coming judgment. It is Mark that gives us this extra information from verse 6. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey, and this was his message. And this was his message. After me comes the one, after me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sander I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. You notice the difference, right? <laughs> Matthew says he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Okay, so just slight little, little variation. But you agree with me if two people are listening to the same person. It is possible, you know, to... To leave out little little bits here and there and focus on the particular part of the information that um, you fancy or you you feel is important okay says i baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the holy spirit and that's fine the most important thing is that somebody is coming after him someone more powerful that is the straps of his sander john was not worthy to even to even untie and this person, while John was baptizing with water, he was going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. It's the same in both, in both Gospels. Okay? Now, let's go to Luke. What does Luke have to tell us about, about John the Baptist? Luke, let's go to Luke, Luke chapter 3. I think you find that in Luke chapter 3. If you can still take John's account, John is brief. Um, we'll take John because John too tells us about Luke. Uh, sorry, tells us about John tells us about John the Baptist. <laughs> All right. So in Luke chapter three, we'll read from verse one and two, and then we'll take from we'll take up to verse eighteen. He's in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea. Herod, take track of Galilee, his brother Philip, Tetrarch of Eturia and Traconitis and Lysanias, Tetrarch of Abilene, doing the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas. The word of the Lord came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. <laughs> now, okay, only John gives us this background of the political power and the religious 
okay system that were in place those who were in charge it says during their time the word of the lord came to john it came to john son of zachariah in the wilderness it says he went all, he went into all the country around the jordan preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin as it is written in the book of the words reading in the book of the of the words of isaiah the prophet a voice of one calling in the wilderness prepare the way for the lord make straight paths for him every valley shall be filled i'm seeing i'm sure you can see luke has given us extra information every valley shall be filled in every mountain and hill made low the crooked road shall become straight and the rough ways smooth and all people will see god's salvation okay uh, luke is simply quoting isaiah same isaiah chapter 40 that all of them quoted for from but he is giving us extra information that most likely those who had john preaching okay um mentioned verse 7 says john said to the crowd coming out to be baptized by him you brood of vipers okay if you read matthew it looked like as if he said that only to to the to the pharisees okay he says you brood of vipers who want you to flee from the coming wrath produce fruit in keeping with repentance same message and do not begin to say to yourself we have abraham as our father for for i tell you that out of this stone god can raise up children for abraham the Acts is already exactly the same thing, Matthew and, and, and Luke, exactly the same thing. It says the Acts is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into, and thrown into the fire. It says what should we do? Only this extra information, okay? Only Luke gives us. He said what should we do? Uh, the crowd asked. John answered, "Anyone who has two sheds uh, should share with one, should share with the one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same." Even tax collector came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, "What should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required." He told them. Then some soldiers asked him, "And what should we do?" He replied, "Don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. <laughs> be content with with your pay." 15 the people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if john might possibly be the messiah john it was it was on that account that john gave them his response john answered them all i baptize you with water but one is one who is more powerful than i will come the straps of whose sander i am not worthy to untie he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Same thing with Matthews. Okay? So it was only Luke that says with the Holy Spirit. He says, His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his stretching floor and gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John ex exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news, the good news to them. All right? Lastly, let's read Luke, uh, John, for a few minutes, and then we go this morning. John chapter 1, what does John have to tell us? John chapter 1, we read a, a few verses from verse 19, 
John chapter 1 from verse 19 to 28. Tomorrow we continue uh, this about John, his courage in speaking up. Okay, obviously here John is challenging. John is challenging. You can see that different groups of people is speaking to them. So we'll look at his courage tomorrow and then we'll look about the beginning of the ministry of Jesus. John chapter 1 from verse 19. We read up to verse 18 when we read the preamble about Jesus. He says, now this, now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders, he did not give us anything about how John went to the wilderness and you know what he was preaching and baptizing. He starts straight from the from the, the the testimony that he gives the leaders. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. We know that the people themselves were asking. He said, I am not the Messiah. They asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness, make straight the way for the Lord. <laughs> now the Pharisees who had, sent, who had been sent questioned him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah, nor, nor, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany on the other side of the Jordan where John was baptizing. All right, so we stop here. We stop here today. I don't know about you. I've gotten some valuable and important information not just about okay everything that happened to jesus as an adolescent but i have also gotten some extra information and learned more about john the baptist father we say thank you this morning can we pray as we go father we thank you thank you for our lessons today i pray for everyone as we go this morning lord i declare that our journeys are safe in the mighty name of jesus as we ponder on the things that we have read all through today, Lord, give us wisdom. Let your word be clearer to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.